Hey, it's Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the jungle yet again. Uh, took a little hiatus, a little break over the last couple of, uh, what, 10 days, a week and a half. Uh, took my lovely daughter out to Joshua Tree National Park um, for a little bit of camping. And some people might say, why would you take your, your eight-year-old daughter to a, a national park in the middle of nowhere? Haven't you seen that that Asian woman who was missing now that we have figured out Gabby Petito has been dead for weeks now uh, or a month and, and lost Brian Laundry, whatever his name is, still is still on the loose with dogs, the bounty hunter chasing him down like a fucking rabid muskrat in the middle of the Everglades? Um uh, but they just found, I guess, uh, today the remains of some uh, Korean-American girl, young girl that vanished uh, in the Yucca Valley area, which is sad, of course. Uh, I don't know what happened to her. I don't know who murdered her out there. Are there a lot of axe murderers living in that fucking desolate desert area? Yeah, they have. Some some, some might call it a wasteland. I don't call it a wasteland. Uh, I, I, I love the area. I love going out. I hate the heat, as most of my five listeners are aware. And l- lately here, the last couple of days, has been lovely weather. Uh, it's been uh, windy as a motherfucker since last night, and we're on a yet another red flag day fire warning, which the fucking uh, cunty PG&E people may cut off, may not cut off power in 20 or so counties in this pretentious fucking area. But um, it, it, at least it's cooler. At least it's cooler. So yeah, I don't like the heat, but there's something about the desert heat that's a little bit different. People call it dry heat. Uh, I hate that term. Heat is heat. It gets, uh, you know, the fucking 60s are awesome. Uh, the 70s, all right, I can deal with some 70s. Once you start hitting the 80s and 90s, it's it, it, it's, it's disaster. The 90s are horrible. Uh, the 80s are just like toying with you, sticking a fucking finger up your, a fire stick up your your asshole, and just saying, hey, here it comes, here comes the fucking heat. And especially when the heat in, in, in fall or in early spring, and you get those weird uh, 80 degree days or 85 degree, degree days here, and people are saying, Josh, what are you complaining about? You live in a beautiful beautiful area. You have a beautiful family. Why do you always uh, get so upset with things that you cannot change? The impermanence of life. You know, tomorrow will be a different day and you'll forget the previous. No, I won't, right? My life is all impermanence. Every single day. I remember everything that's happened uh, permanently of my own impermanence. Yeah, does every day change? Do you have a different attitude waking up? Possibly. Is tomorrow going to be warmer than the next or cooler than the next? Maybe. But doesn't you mean you're supposed to forget the shit? You're supposed to get, forget the bad shit out there, the shit that annoys you, that irks you, that, that just gets under your crawls under your fucking dewy yellow skin. Is that what I'm supposed to do on a daily basis? Is forget uh, and just go for the next day? No, I'm, I, I can't fucking do that. But at least the weather's a little bit nicer. So that young woman, her remains were found somewhere in the middle of the desert. And of course, if that would have popped up right before, I saw she went missing. And of course, in the back of your brain. When you travel with a child on your own, or even if you travel with a couple of children and your spouse, whatever, if you even if you're so unlucky to have one, but if unlucky unlucky to have a family for that matter, but if you travel with kids, you know you've, you've got shit on the on the back burner. And I probably talked about this in one of my fucking other previous episode. This is the 80th episode, 80 episodes of this shit. All right, before I talk about this young woman missing and the sort of fear uh, that we hear from media of that you shouldn't be going to this place, you shouldn't be going to that place, you shouldn't be ch- taking your children here or there, there's axe murderers out there, there's fucking uh, uh, racist uh, boulder trolls that are going to sweep your innocent little creature of a child away, I don't know, whatever it's going to be, it's, not the, it's like the fucking hills have eyes. Of course, that's always in my back brain, the fucking tumor of my what I call my thinking capsule. Um, I don't really call it that. But what was I talking about? I don't know. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Oh, 80th episode. This is the 80th episode. So I spent over 80 hours because some episodes got an hour two or an hour four. Some episodes go maybe 56 minutes. One I think I only did for maybe a half hour. So around 80 fucking hours over the last couple of years with zero money made. Well, maybe $12.36 for my Patreon, but zero money outside of that made over the last two years. And I spent 80 plus hours Speaking to myself in my garage of two different households, one that was a, just a fucking giant shithole where there was a gangbang shooting right outside my garage door that at a kid's fucking soccer game, uh, and it was an ant-infested fucking domicile in the middle of, of, of a section of a city that I already hated and already had spite for into moving into, uh, 
but uh, most of it, the rest of it has taken place here in the fucking suburbs, in the, in the cozy confines of fake grass and fake palm trees and the sort of legit, quote unquote, oasis that I heard one of my stupid neighbors talking the other day about her uh, backyard is a legit oasis to one of her fucking 25 year old friends who also probably gets her rent or mortgage paid for by her mother who lives down the street. Um, but yeah, 80 episodes, fucking wild. So anyways, uh, did I just say wild? Um. Wow, but the bones were found. The woman's bones were found, I guess, this morning on my on my daily research of the quality Yahoo News uh, or Twitter, wherever I get my fucking daily daily shit fell shit filled uh, uh, media from. But I'm sure if I would have seen that, like I said, I beforehand, that's always on the back of my brain. When I travel with my kids, I, I don't know if I mentioned this when we went to Thailand, but it doesn't matter. But when I, when we went to Thailand, I remember we, we were taking airplane after airplane after airplane, and we almost got fucking abducted by some fake cap, uh, cab driver. Some fake taxi driver said, oh, you need a ride? He was kind of following us through the airport, meandering behind us, around us. We're fucking exhausted. We just came from uh, Bangkok or Chiang Mai or some other place. I can't remember where it was. So we're tired. We're exhausted. We're traveling with two kids. And back then, they were much younger. Uh, uh, so not a, not a lot of help from those two children uh, uh, carrying bags and all this other shit. Um, but, yeah, almost getting abducted by... I still have memories of that. Uh, when I can't sleep, when I have my anxiety, usually in the mornings, and oftentimes when I've been drinking for a little while and I quit drinking, those first couple of days are rough. I wake up in the middle of the night, 1230, not always in a panic, but just like, ah, fuck, I'm up. And I know already in my brain, I'm like, I've only slept for a couple of hours at most. I'm tired. I would like to go back to sleep. Most of the time I have to come downstairs from my pretentious uh, suburban home and uh, fall asleep on the couch or rest on the couch because my brain is just uh, reeling with information. And like the fucking Brady Bunch song or some uh, or Golden Girl song, uh, thank you for being a friend or whatever the fuck it is. So, uh, uh, so that happens. So it happens, and then my sleep pattern kind of gets normalized a little bit. Sometimes I'll still I wake up at least three or four times a night, at least. But uh, depending on what I'm going through at that moment, uh, like maybe if it's drinking or not, or maybe it's just anxiety or depression, what have you. But I'm able to sort of conk out, uh, go back to sleep better here and there. Lately, the last couple of days have been rough. It's always been the same time, anywhere from 12.30 to 2. And when I wake up at 12.30, I'm like, that's even fucking worse. When I wake up at 2, I'm like, that's the normal pattern. Uh, then I'll, I'll fall back asleep, wake up at 3, fall back asleep, wake up around 4. Then I hear, you know, uh, cars starting outside, people going to work, like normal people. Uh, things like Then I hear my wife getting up and her getting ready, and it's almost 6, and I'm like, ah! And then I just go lay in bed maybe until 6.30, 7 o'clock, not sleeping, just trying to get at least a my body Body rested. Um, so I was, of course, I'm thinking about this shit, and I always think go go back to that airport in Thailand. Just what what would have happened if that one security guard outside of the airport didn't stop us and st stop me in particular and say no 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 mafia mafia and that, that's a horrible Thai accent. Uh, I don't I don't I can't remember. Sabeti mai sabeti mai was that chicken spicy. Um, but he stopped us, and he said, no, mafia, mafia, no good, no good. So he stopped us, he had a gun, got on his walkie-talkie, and the dude, the dude just fucking whoo, just fled away from the airport. So how close were we as a white fucking dumb family from the North Bay area, not from there, but living there for some god-awful reason, uh, of, uh, of California? What, how, how close were we to uh, getting robbed? Uh, maybe our fucking bones scattered across some elephant field in northern Thailand. I have no idea what that guy was going to do. Most likely rob us. Was he going to harm us? I have no idea. But that still is stuck in my craw. That's still there, and I still get those little, little shivers a little bit, a little concern, and especially not so much for myself, but just what would have happened to my kids. I made the fucking mistake. I'm like, man, shit, let's, maybe we'll just go with him. We're tired. His cab's right out front. Let's just go. Fuck it. I don't want to walk all the way to this goddamn airport and wait in front of the uh, terminal just for a cab. He's already here. He's already, he's a friendly man. All Thai people are friendly, aren't they? They don't have a wicked bone in their body. Who would rob a white Jewish man with fucking worse teeth than any of the poorest poor of, uh, of people living in a Bangkok slum? The wor worst mouth, worst teeth, worst hygiene. Who would ever do any that, any, anything like that to me and my family? All right? Our golden-haired children. At least one of them is. Uh, but, uh, 
But still, it's there. It's there. And of course, when I'm going with my daughter camping, I have all these thoughts in my head as well. Like, all right, first, how how am I gonna take a shit? And you don't want to cons- you don't think you would consider that a lot. But when you're traveling with your child, and I'm sure there's other, there's fucking assholes out there. Like, Ooh, okay, I'm in the van life. I've, I've I've traveled with my daughter and my son for years. They just lure her on their own. You know, fucking Captain America or Captain douchebag type of parent who has uh, figured it out how to travel and how to uh, uh, kind of live off the land and all this other stuff with their children. Sure, great. But I haven't figured out how to do that. But I've been camping quite a bit. I, I, I consider myself uh, uh, an outdoorsman, at least in the semi-outdoorsman uh, category. I kind of know what I'm doing out there. Yeah, can I tie a fucking skipper knot or a slip knot or a fucking noose? Maybe I could do the last one. But I don't know how to tie a lot of knots out there in the fucking wild. I don't know how to make a, a, a hair snap, uh, a fucking ginger snap, some sort of a trap for a for a marmot in the wild. I don't know how to do that stuff, but I like camping. I like tra- I, I like the ruggedness of going outside and, and living outside for a couple of days to get away from the inside, uh, the sanctity of your inside life. That's just what I enjoy. So, but I'm thinking, okay, so how's my, how am I going to take a shit? I, I've been to Joshua Tree many times. I kind of grew up going out there. Uh, uh, it was only a th- few-hour drive from where I was at. And we happened to have a grandpa figure who lived out there, which I probably mentioned, who was in the military and had housing out there. And he, he knew the, 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 the national park very well. So he'd take me and my brother around when we were kids. And then, of course, we kept that tradition going when we are adults, uh, uh, teenagers at least. Going, my brother has his license, and he'd take us and a couple of friends out there. We would drink a lot, way too much. Just kind of have fun, hike around, fucking scramble up rocks, shit like that, right? Um, but yeah, taking a shit. So, God, fucking resident flies. Even if it's windy, it's still fucking windy in this goddamn. It, but why do the flies not go away? Is anybody else having this problem? Anybody, any of my five listeners, are you having a fly problem? They are everywhere, it seems like, this season. I, I know California and where I grew up in the fucking bohunk uh, uh, cow patch town that I grew up in. That was, that was the national bird. That was the town bird. It, it, it had to become the state bird or the world bird. Fucking flies are everywhere. Everywhere. They don't stop. They don't stop. It's not going to freeze until uh, 2038 when the next fucking ice age happens. And so the flies are just going to, they're here to stay. They are here to absolutely stay. I love my resident flies. I've bonded with them because I'm lonely and I have no one to talk to throughout the days. But they are fucking annoying when they buzz right into your eyeball, right in, right in, my, right in my fucking eye. And I've had trouble with that. I've had problems with that over the last few months, which I probably mentioned again, is bugs flying into my fucking skinny number two pencil Ticonderoga head. They just run right into my head or fly. Do bugs run? They just smack right into my head lately. I don't know why. I swallowed a gnat the other day. A fucking gnat. I haven't swallowed a gnat since I was like 12 years old on a dare from some 15-year-old chick at a party that I was too young to be at who had tits already. And she said, would you eat that? I said, sure, I'll eat it. And I stuck a fucking bug in my mouth. I was probably a little bit older than 12, but that's the memory that I have. Remember, it's impermanence. Nothing lasts. All right? So I don't remember if I was 12 or 15. All right? Probably none because I didn't get laid at either age well after those ages. Um, all right, what was I talking about before the fly? So, yeah, you think about these weird things. What if my car breaks down? What if my truck breaks down? That's okay. You just call AAA, you get a tow truck. My daughter's old enough to fucking survive those little kinks in the road, those little life situations. But, yeah, so, of course, in, in the back of my brain, I've got missing person in jo- Joshua Tree. I, of course, I grew up uh, going out there, like I said, people falling off boulders, uh, people going missing. If you've ever been to that fucking uh, part of the world, it is vast. Vast, the vast, it's it's huge. All right, you, anybody can get last, lost out there, willingly or unwillingly. You could just walk into the desert and be like, "I'm not going to be back for a couple of years." Would you survive? Most likely not. But this is a place for pl- people to disappear. This is where the aliens do come to fucking take you back to there and, and prod you and anally uh, uh, rectify you, anally finger, anally probe you. That's what it is. Um, yeah, so, of course, I have those things, and anybody could drive through these campsites, anybody, and we, we, we picked a spot in Joshua Tree called Indian Cove, where you could just drive through, so we get there around 4.30, and I'll detail the trip a little bit, but we get there at 4.30 in the afternoon, luckily the sun is still well high in the sky at that point, 
uh, and we, we set camp at an at a, at a, a easy clip. Uh, it wasn't very difficult whatsoever. Got dinner ready. Then, you know, of course, the evenings come on strong and, and happen quickly. But you could just drive in there. There's no, there, we had reservations. I didn't see one uh, campground host, which is good. I mean, I've camped at many uh, state parks with campground hosts. Fine. Does it give you a little air of security? Does, does it give you that little, uh, uh, at least hope that you could still buy a $10 fucking overpriced bundle of, of shitty pine wood if you forgot your wood at home or if you happen to run out while you're trying to get fucked up drinking Fireball and, and, and uh, uh, Budweiser heavy in, around the campfire. I don't know. But at least they're there. Usually rangers are cunts. And I, I wanted to be a ranger at one point, and I even studied to be one, but never became it because I'm a loser. But uh, sitting in my fucking garage with my flies uh, and my fly down. But the rangers, like, they can be cunts. All right, they come around, you know, they, they have the hat, and they, they, they have the clothes, and, you know, they're, they're, you could tell they're failed cops, some of them. Some of them are just sort of like nature nerds, uh, finger-banging fucking uh, the squirrels in, in their off hours. I don't know what they do. Most of, the, most of them are friendly. But I have, I have had a, a couple of situations of, of, of shitty rangers uh, taking their job a little too seriously. Uh, uh, but none, not one to be seen in Joshua Tree, in this section of Joshua Tree. And I know the other section of job more popular uh the more uh, the place where more uh, uh the tourists go of course because it has a little bit more of the uh um what's the word i'm looking for has more of the popular attractions right it has a little bit more of the attractions you expect from joshua tree skull rock jumbo rocks a lot of hiking out there a lot of viewpoints indian cove is just a, a campground maybe with 40 to 50 campsites and beautiful nature right around it, but not much else. There's no visitor center. Uh, there's a little tiny, uh, I think, uh, place that we passed by where there was a ranger station that I never saw was open. So anyways, anybody can go up there. Any dirtbag traveling through the desert in some fucking hoopty or jalopy or some uh, uh, fucking ex-hippie or current hippie some drugged out fucking guru who's trying to uh, figure out how to uh, insert geodes and other uh, other crystals and uh, and other uh, 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 st- stalactites, stalagmites, other 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 things up his fucking dickhole, and then then he's gonna come crystals and and, and come uh, uh, his guruism into everybody of the weak minded individuals that follow him. And when he puts something on Instagram, like a crystal that he found that is repopulating his his, his uh, uh, chakras or his, his brain capacity or his uh, inner inner uh, uh, ass raping child uh, sodomite, whatever it might be, he's gonna post that on Instagram. He's gonna get about seven thousand likes which are going to be much more likes, about 7,000 more than I get on what I'm doing, all right? So maybe I'm a little jealous of these fucking uh, ice crystal-seeking geode crystal guru man, uh, or a woman. Uh, so they, they, any of these people can come into the camp. So, of course, I got that on my back burner. I don't own, I don't own a gun. I didn't, if I had a gun, I'd probably maybe bring one uh, camping. I have a knife. I have an axe, and I'm like, of course, I'm going to protect my daughter as much as I can. I'm not some big macho guy, but if some fucking meth head with a fucking tie-dye shirt uh, trying to sell me a a geode at 7 at night when I'm trying to enjoy a campfire story with my daughter, yeah, I'm going to put an axe in his head, most likely. I would probably do that anyways. You give me enough liquor and enough hate filled in my head, I might take a swing at one of these people. But again, did any of that happen? No, nothing happened. Perfectly peaceful. A minimal amount of campers, the people we did say uh, that camp by us said, oh, hello, how are you doing? Just like normal, just like every other fucking camping trip I've ever had. I've never had a, knock on wood, I've never had a, a disastrous campground, or camping experience. Never. Yeah, we've, there's been some problems. We've had some loud neighbors. But usually when I was younger, when I was a 16-year-old dildo drinking fucking Zima and, and, and uh, what other, other shit liquor that we had, Land Shark, or what was that, what, what was that, not Pacificos, it was some fucking shitty... Mexican beer, Soul. It was Soul. If we were drinking Soul and fucking Zimas and, and, and trying to pick up on, on, on tourist chicks in San Diego, camping at the beach in San Diego and striking out wildly uh, with zero flair for getting pussy, zero, zero ability, zero moxie, zero what what what, what do women like? Confidence, zero fucking confidence to get any to slay any sort of uh, tourist camping pussy. Uh, yeah, that we were the dickheads. We were the dicks back then. We were the people getting rangers coming to our campsite and and kicking us out. Are you guys any of you twenty one? Nope. 
get out. Uh, you're out by tomorrow morning. So yeah, we're the assholes being loud for everybody else who is trying to find the solace and, and the privacy of camping in this great country of ours. All right, but nothing like that happened. But of course, it's still in the back of my brain. What was that noise? What's happening? Uh, but then it goes away. Once I'm, once I'm there, once I was uh, uh, kind of uh, through the process of, of setting up the camp with my daughter, none of that happened. No worry was there. But again, before I left, of course, all that pre-anxiety. And the shitting was a concern, like I said. So going back to the shit, uh, Joshua Tree just has vault toilets. I knew that, unless there was some renovation over the last decade since I've been there with my uh, son when he was around my daughter's age, a little younger, six years old. The last time I took him there, yeah, vault toilets. Growing up, vault toilets. And if you don't know anything about vault toilets, if you are someone who uses the term glamping and you are a glamper, you're the fucking worst person I've ever met in my life. And I've met people who are glampers. They actually uh, choose to call themselves this, or you know, it's kind of like we're going clamping, ding, uh, going clamping, ding, and they that's the, that's their wine glasses clinking together because these are the same twats that fucking are winery whores, and and they go clamping. All right, if you've known anybody who has rented a yurt, which I've fucking done one time, and I want to shoot myself in my snaggletooth face for it, if you've ever known anybody who who has rented a yurt on purpose. All right, don't befriend them. All right, they they are lifeless, soulless cretins. All right, they don't deserve the the, the peace that they have or the money that they've attained to rent a, such a fucking pretentious goddamn thing in the middle of nature. All right, and if you live in one, there is no hope for you whatsoever. Whatsoever, if you own a yurt. Stick that fucking crystal that you found in Yucca Valley Desert right in your fucking asshole, all right? And just jam it up there with whatever other crystal that you have that you're trying to sell on eBay, if that's still around, or you're talking about on Instagram and trying to rub it like your own fucking cockhead, uh, your purple-headed warrior, to try to find some sort of universal uh, uh, answer to, uh, or some question to answer, or can, uh, a question to an answer, an answer to a question, whatever the fuck it is. Whatever you're doing, all right? It just... It, 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 there is no point to you. There is absolutely no point to you. Um, but vault toilets, uh, they're, they're not the best to shit in, but at least there's a toilet. I've shit in the middle of the woods before with a shovel, uh, digging a hole in the, in the fucking pine forest in the uh, Sierra Nevada, Nevada's in this instance. I think I shit in Arkansas or Missouri or wherever the fuck I was camping or Oklahoma way back when. I've done a, I, I have no shame. I don't mind shitting in the woods. So a vault toilet is luxury. But, of course, I'm thinking, all right, where's the toilet going to be? If, if I'm taking a shit, my fucking apple splatter, 43-year-old cancerous colon is just spitting out whatever fucking burnt uh, roasted meat that I made for dinner last night at the campsite and, and whatever beer that I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking to fall asleep under the beautiful night sky of this wondrous land. Uh, is my daughter just going to be sitting outside? God forbid I let her in with me. There's no way I'm letting her in with me. I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want my wife to ever see me shit. I could be on my fucking deathbed and needing to shit like a, a brick. There's an absolute brick of a shit out of my ass. And I, I will die otherwise if I don't pass that shit. And then my wife will be like, I'll help you. I'm like, no, I don't want you to see the face that I make when this happens. Uh, turn away from me when we're having sex. Or I'll just mush your face in the pillow even if you, you're not on your uh, knees. I'll just mush your face while, we're, while, while you're on top of me if we ever have sex again. Because you don't want to see this face. Nobody wants to see this face. If anybody watches this YouTube channel, you don't look at the face. The voice is all right, a little lispy because of the fucked up teeth, but my voice is okay, right? The, fa the face doesn't follow suit to the voice, does it? Am I one of those people? Am I one of those people when they see me like, holy fuck, I did not, I did not expect that. I did not expect that face in front of me. I, the voice was kind of fairly intriguing, but the face, not intriguing, right? It looks like a stick that someone patched like shitty hair on and just like and, and maybe super glued a couple of chiclets on there, like a, like a little a package of chiclets and just took a rock and just threw it at the chiclets from like 10 feet away. And then the chiclets, they broke because they're hardened chiclets. And that's what my, that's what my face looks like. All right. Um, so she didn't, lo and behold, let's get off the shit story. I shit, it was fine. She shit, it was fine. Uh, because our campground was about 10, 15 yards away from the toilet. 
And like I said, nobody was out there. And I said, Will, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm all right. So there was no nothing like that. But what does that get in my head? Why does that worry get in my head? Oh, I don't know, Josh. You've been living with it your whole life. It's been getting worse since you turned in your 30s. It's gotten worse since you had... I just fucking knocked it down. It's been worse since you've had a family uh, or even uh, tried to, for some reason, ask a woman to marry you at a very young, ripe age. Which, you know, in my mind, 25 is fucking young, right? Uh, when, when I look back at now, impermanence. When I look back at it now, that's fucking permanent. Um, so, fine. It was a per- perfectly fine trip. Uh, glorious, actually. Glorious. I, I, love, I love that area. Uh, my daughter loved it. She's the sweetest person that, that has ever been a part of me. Of course, my son was until a certain age. And I think we need to start, a, start raising that, that, that sort of question of when do we start, stop raising our children? And not just stop raising them. When do we start disowning them? Because uh, I have a theory that children are pretty cool up until like 12 years old. I, I mean, I'm still with it on my daughter. If she's going to be cool after 12, all right, fantastic. I don't think so. No, no offense against her. But kids in general are cool probably till about 12. I know they're starting to get cunty earlier. I think so. I mean, I know there's a bunch of assholes out there like at seven or eight years old. But generally speaking, and when I was a kid too, I was probably the same thing. I was probably pretty cool to my parents. And my parents were like, ah, so cool. And then and I hit 12, 13, started getting a fucking uh, wiry hair on my balls, which I was probably like 19 by that point. Uh, I was still playing with G.I. Joes, as you remember, but and, and fucking a couch potato in my spare time. But uh, once, you know, once you hit that age, just, they're shitty. They're just shitty. And I don't know, I've only gone through uh, this with one kid, right? Where he's 16 now. I still love him. He's still great. But he's just shit. Oh, he's just a, he's just a shithead. Uh, just an absolute shithead, but in a good way. Uh, I still see the sweetness. We still talk. Those things that me and him don't fight about are football. There's a Chargers game on, and I've given him that fucking luxury of having just a, a, a horrible team to be rooting for, uh, and that that is my legacy I've left for him. Um, but we still bond over things, sports and the like. Uh, but he's not a kid that I oh let's go camping. Like, he doesn't want to fucking do that anymore unless we're doing unless we're all doing it. Then he's gonna be piss poor about it. Is it because he got his phone stupidly when he was thirteen? I thought we we're gonna wait a little bit longer. But when he got his first technical uh, technological advice, the phone. <laughs> it's things have 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 changed. I would say, but I think it's also age. But my daughter is just the sweetest. Uh, and, and just what I remember of loving Joshua Tree that my mother probably instilled with me. She's the one that took me out there uh, um, with this sort of grandpa figure that we had. Uh, yeah, of course, it, 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 it started a, a bond of me with, with camping probably and this, in this place in general. And I'm sure a lot of people see Joshua Tree as nothing but a fucking wasteland, nothing but desolation uh, and weird looking trees that only grow in this part of the world and, and, and a strange town surrounding it, very militaristic feel to the town, uh, kind of a dirt baggy, like I said, hills have, uh, hills have eyes kind of feel to it. It's like that. That's what that desert is like. Palm Springs is close by, which is a fucking wasteland, I think. Uh, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra or whatever fucking the Rat Pack, whoever it was, tried to start this sort of oasis in the middle of nowhere. And it, and it failed. You know, when you go through there now, it's just, it's, it's awful. I don't want to stay there. I don't want to fucking stop there to take a shit. Um, but I can see my daughter, right, when we get out there, she's like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. So I'm like, ah, you know, I'm melting like an asshole, like any other fucking father would do. Oh, father, daddy, daddy life, or whatever the fucking hashtag, being a father to, uh, whatever it is, you know, oh, I love being a dad, fuck, fuck you, fuck you. If you ever say that, I love being a father, you're, you have no life. Uh, uh, I'm not going to get into that again because I think I've wasted way too many of my fucking 80 hours over this horrible, useless, lifeless, monetarily less, mon- moneyless uh, uh, fucking uh, podcast. All right? Uh, so, trip went out went without a hitch, uh, which was great. Uh, the drive was fine, long, but fine. Uh, it took us about uh, nine hours. It should have been about eight and a half by the crow flies, but a little over nine to get there to, you know, sh- uh, piss breaks and, and getting gas and things like that. My daughter doesn't complain about any of it. Uh, she was able to watch a movie on my phone, listen to a, watch a couple episodes of the show she likes on Netflix or whatever, uh, listen to music. I was listening to a, ba- a football game on the way down while she was listening and zoning out, having snacks. Great. Great time. Zero stress. That's what's the, that's what's the wonder about traveling sometimes as a family, but sometimes when you break up your family and you, you only travel with one or two of your children, if you happen to have two, if you have more, you got issues. If you have more than two children, it's going to be a problem no matter when you travel with children. Um, 
And you might have issues anyways. Sorry to my friends who have more than two kids, but it's an issue. It's a problem. Um, but um, yeah, nothing. No, no problem whatsoever. Uh, I was, you know, of course, I have an older truck. I'm thinking that's going to break down. Uh, but I got new tires. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. All that worry, Josh, all that anxiety of where you're going to take a shit and where your daughter is going to sit when you're taking a shit, all that, that trauma you put yourself through of some axe-wielding, fucking moo-moo-wearing uh, guy who has like a, a, a bun, a dreads on his head, but he puts it in a bun for some fucking reason, and you can tell he still shaves his beard, so he's not like a true pure guru, and he's seeking out crystals, and he goes to like rock shows and gem stores and things like that, and he only drinks like White Claws, uh, if he drinks at all, because he doesn't need the alcohol to do it, uh, but he, then he takes shrooms, I don't, whatever he might be, whoever wants to kill us with his ideologies, and his ideas, or just kill us out of his own fucking thirst and desire to murder people who choose to to uh, camp at a, at a wasted uh, uh, alien uh, prospective perspective perspective uh, uh, landing spot, whatever it might be. Yeah, okay, all right. It's, it was. Just, it, I didn't. Need to, I didn't need to put myself through that. The, the media of these missing people through national parks don't need to put th anybody through that. People go missing everywhere. Do people go missing in the inner city more? I have no idea. Rather than the rural areas? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's a little freakier when people disappear in the middle of nowhere, right? Because how are we going to find them? It's a, it's a, what's that old dumb cliche or idiom, uh, a camel in a, or a camel in a haystack, <laughs> uh, a needle in a haystack on a fucking camel's back. What's the, what's that one? Broke a camel's back. Your mama's on a crack. Your mama's on crack. So you broke your camel's back. What the fuck that stupid phrase is? Um, so nothing, nothing, nothing happened whatsoever. Uh, and then pre, pre trip, of course, uh, my son wants to have this birthday party, uh, quote unquote party. He wants to have some friends stay over, right? He has, he wants to have a sleepover. You can't say that with fucking 16 year olds because it's creepy, but he wants to have a couple of his friends stay, stay the night here. And I never like having people stay the night here. I don't mind family every once in a while, but we're not the type of parents to have that sort of, uh, resident kid in our house. I had a friend like that, still a really good friend of mine, who stayed with us quite a bit at our uh, uh, house uh, where I grew up. He was with us almost at a certain point in my life, maybe when I was 16. He pretty much lived with us every day. He would maybe go home every once in a while to make sure his parent, his dad or his mom was still alive, his brother was still there. But he pretty much stayed with us, slept on the floor in my room or my brother's room for a long time, for maybe a year or two. So that's fine. My parents were that kind of people, all right? We're not. Maybe it's because of that, but I don't think it is. He was never a problem. Uh, my parents let us drink in the garage, which we so named, uh, so so uh, uh, apropos named, aggressively named, surname, uh, whatever. We we named it the pub. Which looking back, I'm like, what are, my, what are my parents let me do that for? Do I have a drinking problem now? Probably. Am I am I pseudo alcoholic? Yeah. Am I a healthy drunk? Probably. I mean, I can categorize myself as that. I'm sure the five listeners that maybe know me, who probably do know me, could probably categorize me as that uh, and get concerned about me. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was good. I don't think it is good. I don't. I don't want. I just don't want it. Now, fuck that. I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't want other kids at my house. I just don't. I don't mind if my daughter has, has, a, has a play date with a friend. I didn't mind when my son had his friends over because I'm like, all right, he actually has friend friends, more than one, so that's good, right? He's not the loser I became. He's probably going to get laid before I did. He's probably going to have multiple uh, encounters with women before I even had uh, my encounter with one. Good for him. We set, that, we set that fucking life up for you, buddy, all right? But, uh, yeah, I don't mind kids coming over for them. But the sleepover, the stayover, I'm like, Ugh. And when you have more than one fucking kid staying over, it's just a disaster. And I have a 16-year-old, all right? And I know how 16-year-olds kind of operate or how they are on a daily basis. Every fucking day, my son, off his phone, get off your fucking phone, take the earbud out of your, earbud out of your fucking ear. I'm becoming like Al Bundy here. And, and I think an angrier Al Bundy with a, with a, with a, less, with a less prosperous career choice. If you remember Al Bundy, he was a fucking shoe salesman. So I'm, I'm less than Al Bundy, but I think I'm angrier. And I don't remember, if, I don't know if that's a good correlation or not, a good comparison, if that's comparable at all. But Al Bundy, he didn't seem like the best father. He just wanted to be like, shut the fuck up, Peg. I can't, uh, Christina Applegate and the other fucking dude's name was a Ben. I can't, I can't remember the kids' names in the show. But uh, uh, um, Swanson, Sam, Slappy, Samson, what the fuck were their names? Samantha? Nah, whatever. Uh, I'll probably think of it in a second. But I'm just becoming angry like that. And the other day, he comes down, looking at his phone. I'm trying to talk to him. Do you got all your shit ready for school? What? Do you have all your shit ready for school? What? 
Do you have your fucking shit ready for school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have your shoes in there? Yeah, yeah. For, for your cross-country team that we forced you to fucking sign up for and you, you, you get angry about practice every day. Do you have those shoes? Yeah, yeah. Do you have an extra pair of shorts or shorts that you can wear? Oh, what? Shorts? Huh? Do you have, get the fucking earbud out of your ear. And he just has the earbud, one earbud in. Granted, he bought two with like birthday money he got or some shit. He bought two earbuds because that's what they come with. It's like a pair of fucking balls. If you're lucky enough to have balls, you're lucky enough to have born. Do women have two ovaries? Is that what it is? Two ovaries, a thousand eggs or whatever the fucking you produce by the time you're 26, whatever it is. We have two balls. We have two ovaries. So we're, we're lucky. Two fucking earbuds since you have two ears. He only puts one in. I don't know why. I'm not sure why he puts, but he just has it in. And I said, "You stop being rude, man. It's fucking rude and disrespectful." And of course, he gives me the eye roll. Rude, <laughs> and he mumbles something. But he mumbles anyways. He's 16. I can't fucking. I can't understand a goddamn word this 16 year old says. What the fuck did you just say? And I hear him talk to his friends, talking to his friends when he's playing video games. So I don't know what they're fucking speaking. Like fucking Jabba the Hutt language. But they're 16. And 16-year-old boys are the, the absolute worst age so far that I've had to deal with. Does it get better when they're 18? No. I, I used to teach college. I dealt with a lot of 18, 20, 22-year-old kids, right? Uh, I, I could see the males are dipshits and, and being sort of a teacher for a long time. My wife's been a teacher for a long time. I've seen kids go through elementary school. Yes, boys are fucking retarded. I don't, there's no other good word for it. They're retarded. I was one. If you're a male, you were one. And this you're transitioning. So therefore, you never were. All right? You never were anything. So um, not to say that you can't. Uh, just to say that you, you, don't, you don't associate with that anymore, right? Um, but retarded. So I was a retard. I know it. I'm fucking, I'm an idiot. My dick was fucking hard for, you know, 22 hours a day. Hard when you wake up. Hard when you go to sleep. That's what my couch potato was, was for. With a very soft, uh, 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 might I say, uh, uh, um, spill proof? No, what's, what's the word for? Detergent? What the fuck's it called when cleansing? What's it called when he's the fucking uh, Mr. Clean with his or fucking a bounty or bounty man when he absorbent when it, fucking absorbent uh, absorbent uh, little uh, 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 fi- fabric inside that that uh, couch potato. Um, but yeah, what was I, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, morons. That's what we are. Sexually driven, sexually frustrated, cynical. Think we know the world. Are females like that? I'm pretty sure they are too. All right, I know. I know my daughter is going to change. Of course, I know she's going to become a shithead uh, or a bitch. Is it, could we call that? Or, or could we? Are we supposed to be equal with our, our calling of our children uh, names? So whatever she's going to become, I know she's going to become that. All right, still sweet kid. Like I said, my son is. But when we before pre Joshua Tree, I know the trip's coming on Sunday. I know the way I plan for trips. I overplan. I got the fucking, my, my, my mom's genes in me. She doesn't sleep still at 70-something years old, 70 years old. She doesn't sleep. She tries to move furniture around all the fucking time, even though she had a surgery years ago that took off mo- fucking her hip bone. Uh, so, you know, but she still moves. She still does. She doesn't sleep. I know she wakes up at 3 in the morning, doesn't go to sleep till fucking midnight. I don't, you know, she falls asleep at maybe 9, wakes up at night, midnight, makes a fucking brisket, uh, falls asleep till 3, wakes up, makes a fucking peach cobbler, whatever she's doing at 70 years old and, and none of her children live with her anymore. well it's a whole other topic but I have the same gene I over prepare for shit I have everything laid out uh, in the garage because the next morning I'm going to load up my truck because I don't even I don't trust even pretentious fucking suburban areas that some dirtbag is not going to steal uh, shit from the back of my truck so I still haven't made it yet Josh I haven't made it to that golden gated uh, FHA or is it FHA homeowners oh HOA what's FHA that's a fucking Banks, uh, HOA haven't made it to the gilded gates of uh, of HOA communities. That gated community where you have the fucking uh, watchdogs. If you don't mow your lawn, you'll get a ticket. If you have a broken down car in your in your uh, neighbor in front of your uh, house or on the curb in front of your house, they will behead you. They will behead you just like fucking ISIS will behead you. All right. Um, so that's how they work. So I haven't quite made it, but I have it all staged out. Everything staged, coolers, chairs, and it's weird camping with just two people. I'm so used to camping with four, uh, packing the food for four people, uh, getting the tent and the sleeping bags and all the other accoutrements uh, for camping together. So a sleeping bag. So it's just the sleeping situation, the food situation, uh, just the situation in general. Do we have soap? Do we have a bin for dishes? Do we have you know go on and on and on. So a little strange doing it for two. I felt like I was forgetting shit, but I wasn't, of course, because I overprepared. 
prepare and I overthink. And that's why I'm waking up at fucking two in the morning and not sleeping uh, a full eight hours. That's what would give me some sort of weird brain disease by the time I'm 52. All right? The lack of fucking sleep. Maybe it'll be the alcohol, but I still won't blame it because I'm in denial. All right? Um, but uh, what was I getting at? Oh, yeah. So everything's staged. I know it's already. And I know I'm kind of laughing inside because my wife has to deal with the fucking kids that are going to be sleeping over for my son's 16-year-old birthday party that is a week removed from his actual birthday. All right? And I don't know his friends that much. Uh, since we moved to this stupid area, I don't know his friends or my daughter's friends whatsoever. I go to their school every once in a while, but it's a half hour, fucking get out of here, fly. It's a half hour drive, uh, you know, 35 minutes, maybe 40 with traffic and fucking pretentious wine country. I hate going out there. I hate the town that where my wife works and my kids now, my daughter, just my daughter goes to school. Uh, but it doesn't mean I hate the, uh, her friends. I just don't know them. I just don't know them. And of course, I know a little bit of my son's friends because I hear him fucking play video games till midnight on the weekends with his dumb friends. Uh, and he's found a couple ones that, of course, that are going to be the staples. Uh, just like maybe the friend I had when I was a kid. But I don't know them. I still don't know them. I think I've met their parents once or twice, maybe even seen one of their parents once. Just nothing, no really... Uh, Re, uh, uh, recourse, rapport, no fucking Michael, Michael Rappaport with, with, with them whatsoever. Um, so, but I kind of know what, what it's going to be like. It's going to be a fucking nerd show. It's going to be a, a, a dork show. It's just going to be a shit show. Uh, it's going to be loud. Uh, and of course my son's like, oh, I want to go bowling. Okay, that's going to fucking be expensive. One, because we're going to have four idiots bowling. That's how many kids we're supposed to be in total. Three of his friends, four bowl, uh, kids bowling. Not like it's that expensive, but do I want to waste more fucking time and, and, and energy and driving to go take these idiots bowling when I don't even know if they're going to fucking bowl? Or they're just probably going to be on their phones the entire time talking about bowling through their fucking Snapchat, if that's still around. I have no idea what kids do, any, do this day because I don't want to know and I don't really care. All right? Um... But that's what it was. I knew it was, it was funny. It's, 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 it's comical that I, my wife had to take these things on. And of course, I'll be well, can you take him bowling? Because it's kind of, I don't know, four, four kids and four boys. Seems like a dad should do that. How the fuck, how the fuck is it a dad thing? How, how, I pick shit up all the time from our fucking animals. Uh, I do whatever, even though we have f- fake grass now. When, when we had grass, I would do all the fucking landscaping, the, the, all the man shit, right? All the fucking fingers in the dirt, fingers in the twat, fingers up your asshole kind of work. Why is taking kids bowling a dad thing? Anyways, so that didn't really happen. Because how, just like the mindset of my kid, I guess, right now at 16, and maybe the mindset of all 16-year-olds throughout history, throughout modern history, but more so maybe in the technological world over the last 15 or 16 years, uh, or 10 years, um, they, don't, they don't know how to plan. They don't know how to do shit. They don't know how to stage like I do for a fucking Joshua Tree on a trip with his lovely, lovely daughter. They don't know how to do that. He said, oh, but my friends are coming. All right, what time are they coming? I don't know. Well, you need to fucking tell us the time they're coming. One, you don't have a driver's license so you can't, yet, so you can't go pick them up. Your friend, one of your friends doesn't have a driver's license, and he lives about an hour away. He, he can't drive over. We're not going to go fucking pick him up. We're not that type of parents. I'm sure there's some cool parents who would go pick up their friends from an hour away and be like, oh, this is just part of the process. And his other friend lives a half hour away. This kid has a license. We're not so concerned with him. So what time's this kid coming? We don't know. He might ride his bike from this place to this place. He's going to ride his fucking bike. It's going to take four hours for him to ride his bike. Oh, he could do it. So now we just don't know what's going on. And of course, we're the shit parents that I'm sure the other parents are, why don't they just come pick him up? I'm like, I'm not picking up your kid from an hour away. Your kid needs to make friends with kids from his fucking area. Same with my kid, all right? If we could have a fucking pact on that, if we could make a truce with that, our lives would be so much easier. Do you remember when we were kids? When I was a kid, you walk places, you walk up. Kids don't know how to make plans on their own, or at least good, decent plans that don't involve their fucking parents all the goddamn time. And that's how it became. It became our plan, all right? We got to take them to bowling here. We got to pick them up this time and became, and of course it became a shit show what time are they coming they all come at disjointed times one kid was sick uh, for a couple of days out of school out of the high school my son goes to and of course i'm like i don't know his parents are they going to ship this kid who has fucking covid or not not that i'm that concerned about this shit anymore but or ever but i don't want to get sick from any disease or any virus so if this kid was hacking up a lung or fucking uh, jizzing up blood i don't want him staying at my house especially with my daughter here she's eight years old she's susceptible more than we 
are. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm a 43-year-old man. I'm fucking, I can drop dead at any moment from any uh, 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 an assortment of diseases. I don't want this fucking kid who was just sick. To, so I'm like, is his, are his parents going to be dirtbag like that? Are they going to just let him come over with like a cold? Oh, he's on, And then, of course, my son's like, oh, he's on the downslide of the cold. I don't think he used that word, but he's on the overside of the, he's on, he's on the overside of the other side, other side of the hill of this cold. All right? He's not contagious. How do you fucking know? How do you know, son? How do you actually know? But luckily, these parents were mindful, and uh, they did not uh, let their child, who was getting over a cold, uh, uh, according to my virologist son, uh, over to the house. So I've never met this kid. This is one kid I still I, ha- I haven't met. So anyways, everything kind of went okay uh, outside of the discombobulation, outside of the... Uh, um, the planning that the parents have to do more so than the kids have to do. And of course the fucking traipsing them around the chaperoning or the chauffeuring, not chaperoning, the chauffeuring of our children is ridiculous now in this day and age. And again, for my five listeners, do you remember ever doing that? I don't remember my parents taking me anywhere. Honestly, maybe uh, down from our, like I said, Bohunk town every once in a while to go shopping or something or to a movie uh, uh, where a a better movie, movie theater was at. Something like that, but I don't remember asking them really to take me anywhere. We had a bike, and we had our fucking feet uh, uh, and our skateboards, right? Uh, skateboards didn't t- work too well on a, on a fucking dirt road town, but we we managed. We we always managed to get somewhere until one of us got a license, and then boom, there was freedom. That's happening soon with us, all right, but not soon enough. So they go bowling eventually after everybody gets here around 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. I'm already Al bundy saying, fuck it, I'm not going. I'm not taking you bowling. I am not taking you bowling. And he's like, well, come on. That's a, they're, him and his friends are speaking in there. I'm not taking him. And I thought the bowling alley closed at 10. I'm like, you're not going to get there till fucking 9, 9.30, and you're going to bowl for 20 minutes, and then you're going to be a, one of those dickheads? Oh, no, no, no. We found another bowling alley that's open till midnight. So, of course, my wife, being kind of the, not, I wouldn't say pushover, but I don't know if you notice this in families, sometimes the, the, the woman, uh, the mother, sometimes favors the male. And I'm not saying this happens in, in my family, but I just kind of notice that sometimes. Uh, the male... Uh, the father, uh, if you happen to have that traditional nuclear family, which is kind of dying today, uh, or is it? Or is it just coming back to life? Um, if you have that traditional nuclear family, the father is usually the one that butts heads with the, 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 the boy, I would say. The, the, the males in the house, the other male in the house. I don't know if it's like that in your family, if you happen to have that uh, complete equality of two and two, two females, two males, if you choose to label yourself like that, uh, to, uh, the libs of TikTok out there. But um, yeah, my wife is just, oh, I'll take a... Uh, Come on, just say fucking no. I've already gotten a couple of pizzas from Costco. We've already got a bunch of snacks and soda and sugar and all this other shit. They're going to be bothering us all night long with their noise. Uh, I, 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 I got to wake up early and go camping with my our daughter. Oh, no, no, I'll just take them. So she took them out of, out of the kindness of her heart. And, of course, she's the good guy. And, uh, you know, I don't mind Rowan's friend. I barely talk to him. How are you doing? Not a lot of looks in the eye. Not a, lot of eye. not a lot of eye contact. I'm not a big eye contact person either. I rarely want to look at people's eyes. I wear sunglasses even when it's cloudy. If this fucking state ever sees another cloud again, I will wear glasses to, to, to go away from eye contact. But there is... There is something about rapport. There is something about is that. Is that the word? I used that word earlier. I don't think I've ever used that word more than twice in my life. But there is something to uh, um, a kid at least acting like he cares whose house he's coming over to. A kid who actually could make some sort of glancing, just give me a fucking side glance, make it awkward, make it weird. Just give me some sort of. Uh, uh, idea that you're op- you're open to other people talking to you and of course he's glued to his phone my son's glued to his phone they're waiting for their other friend to get there i guess who's someone who is notoriously late that kid i've met a few times that kid says thank you that kind of kid has a little bit more liveliness and a little bit more eye contact I'm not saying these kids are bad it's just funny uh, respect, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Just like when my my son, I wanted to grab that fucking earbud, earbud and throw it out the goddamn window for not listening to me, and I'm sounding like an old fogey in his mind. I know, I'm like, oh, respect. What does that mean? So I know he's thinking like, oh, my dad's stupid. Dad's old. He doesn't get our kids today. He doesn't get how tough it is. Just get the fucking earbud off. Just get the fucking earbud off. Yeah, we had headphones when we were kids. 
Yeah, we. Uh, I don't even know if I was uh, had enough money as a family to afford wa- uh, fucking Walkmans and shit. But we had headphones. We had the same thing that we did to our parents. But it, I could see now why parents got pissed at me, or other parents would get pissed at their children when I was younger. Not because they're dicks. It's because you're pushing us to the fucking limit of your assholiness. You're you're just general idea of being 16 and have no fucking idea of what the world is like but thinking you do so i get it now i get it now all the parents in the world who have raised children uh either successfully or not i don't say more 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 so unsuccessfully than successful because it just doesn't happen with the success anymore does it do you know a whole family who's wildly successful like all children are if you do eh, they're annoying do you know who people who still talk to their parents on, a, on like a, a weekly basis? Yeah, that's equally annoying to me. But maybe it's just jealousy again. Maybe it's that again. Impermanence of life. That's the theme of this fucking podcast, impermanence. But that went well. Uh, the next day was a shit show. Kids, uh, a kid got left at our house. The dad forgot to pick him up. So I'm like, all right, I'm not the Al Bundy anymore. I'm not the dick. I didn't forget my kid. But one parent just went back home and, well, shit, I forgot my kid at another kid's house. Uh, and he didn't come to pick him up. He made the other child, the other 16-year-old, who he didn't make him. But the other 16-year-old said, I'll come pick him up. So he drove all the way back here. Guess what happens when the kid gets to our house? Car breaks fucking down. If I was here, it would be a shit show. I'd be drinking heavily, most likely. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Can't you guys get this fucking, that would be going on in my head. But of course, he'd be like, okay, I'll help. This is, the, this is what fathers do. My wife would be chiming in one ear. This is what fathers do. This is what's supposed to do. You got to help this kid uh, uh, fix his car. And the other fucking shoulder would be like, you fucking motherfucking country. You know, get to fucking go with him. What the fuck do you drive over? Where the fuck's your dad? Get your fucking dad over. Look me in the fucking eye. Look me in the fucking eye, you fucking brick. Um, but I wasn't here. I was on the way to Joshua Tree with my daughter. All right. So I, I was glad to hear that the shit show happened when I, when I wasn't here. Finally, finally, once in my life, the shit show doesn't happen when I'm actually here. And my wife had to deal with that shit show. And good for her. It's, 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 a, it's a growing moment. Right? It's a growing moment for her to see that her son is an asshole, too. Um, but let's get back to Joshua Tree for a little bit. Nothing like nothing crazy happened. Nothing weird. Uh, no major injuries. My wife, uh, my wife, my daughter and I climbed a bunch of rocks uh, as high as we can get with her little legs. Uh, she loved it. We saw um, uh, a couple of uh, mountain goats or uh, bighorn sheep, actually bighorn sheep on a trail, which was awesome. We saw some lizards, of course. So we were looking for d- desert tortoise, things like that. But it's just it's just an awe-inspiring place if you if you like anything to do with nature and that openness of the desert, which I understand how it, how it can attract those sort of weird artists type, uh, those ones who are, are are just as equally as annoying as who are as like city artists. No difference, no fucking difference there. It's the same mentality. Uh, but I can see why it does attract a lot of. Uh, um, Strangeness, the, the sort of, uh, I would like I call them dirtbag a little bit. Let's just call them uh, eclectic, the eclectic kind. Uh, and, and most of them are just sort of desert dwellers. Most of them are probably from military families uh, or were military them, themselves and retired out there or were kids of military people and just ended up getting stuck out there. Like most of us do get stuck in the town that we live in. There's an idea out there that most of us never reside. We never live, you know, 20 minutes from where we actually grew up. I don't know how true that is in theory, but I know a lot of people who are like that. And Joshua Tree, uh, the town of Joshua Tree, 29 Palms, which is the town outside of the National Park, they're, they're probably similar, probably very similar to what the, the sort of uh, broad spectrum of how people live are, uh, which is uh, uh, they live close to home. They live close to where they grew up. Not saying it's a bad thing. I just, I didn't do that. I, did, I moved as... Not as early as I could. I could have. I probably should have moved earlier. But I moved and never came back, and, not, and never really want to go back to where I grew up. And that's okay too. All right. So it just it, it, obviously, if you go to a town that has twenty thousand people in it, or the area that has probably less than seventy five thousand people in this big stretch of the desert, uh, then you have Palm Springs, of course, which is a little further. But if you take the sort of Yucca Valley, the Joshua Tree, the Twenty Nine Palms, not a lot to do out there. Not a lot to do. I could see myself having a little uh, vacation hovel out there, especially in the cooler months, in the falls, and the springs, uh, to go out there and just sort of uh, uh, zone out for a week or two. Uh, go hiking with no one out, you know, not, not get away from the hustle and bustle. Get away from the crowds. I don't know if I could live out there. Uh, I always feel like I could live in the middle of nowhere. I just don't know truly if I could. Uh, and it was hard with, uh, with my daughter. After we do a bunch of hiking, after we, you know, we, can't, we can only do so much. We can only shit in the vault toilet so much. So when we're tired and it's hot during the day still, you know, it's a desert. It still gets into the upper 80s and 90s. And when the heat of the day is on you, there's nothing to, to really protect you. There's no trees. 
Uh, there's only the Joshua trees, which provides zero shade. There's obviously outcroppings of rocks and things like that, but getting up to them is hot. So I didn't want to wear us out. So we did a full, full day. And then the next day, we did a half a day. And I said, let's go into town. I'll get you an ice cream cone. I'll get you, let's just go check out the town. And we did. She got an ice cream cone or a cup or whatever the fuck it was. I'm driving around trying to figure out, all right, we should sit at a restaurant. I can get a margarita or some shit or a drink of some kind, get us out of the heat pit for a little while. And it's just hard. It's hard to do that with a young child. Uh, not saying it's like, oh, woe is me, it's hard, it's just difficult, and then you gotta find, fuck, let's go find a park, and we did find a park, a shady park, my daughter is, you know, she's getting to that age where she still likes parks, but she's still, she's getting a little older for them, and of course, it's a Tuesday, when everybody else is at school her age, she happened to have a week off, so there's not that many kids there, but there are children, there's small children there with their mothers, uh, because, of course, a father has to work, a, gar- a good, hard-working American, uh, red-blooded American male, a military male, he's a fucking work, and he makes his woman ta- women take care of his goddamn fucking illegitimate children, I need to know their numbers, I need to contact them, and try to somehow live their life, um, but when I, was, when I was there, I noticed a couple of things, um, and I'll get to the, what happened uh, one of the nights at our campground, which is pretty exciting, uh, but took my daughter to the park. She's just kind of looking around at these other toddlers, maybe two, three-year-old kids, walking around four-year-old kids. And then I, I see this one young lady with a, with a baby in arm, like a small, small baby. And she looks like a person who would live in 29 Palms. Hard to really describe, but she looks like she belongs there, all right? If you've ever been to the high desert or any desert in general, you can, you can see people who belong Right, you go to the middle of Kentucky. You go to West Virginia. You go to New York City. You see people who fucking belong. This fly is driving me fucking bananas. Jesus, let me try to kill it. God damn it! <coughs> fucking piece of shit. All right, I think I broke something. Um, but they, she looks like she belongs. So I don't need to give any more description than that. All right, God, fucking damn it! Fucking fly. Um, so I'm just watching her talk to the kids. And she has another toddler. She has her baby, which is, like I said, small. And then she has a toddler. It's probably two years old. And there's another little girl, like a four-year-old, cute little four-year-old walking around. You could tell her mom and another mom were kind of just sitting on a bench watching this one play. And she's just walking around with the other kid, of course. So you see this toddler go up, two years old, and the other old, big, big girl, four-year-old, like, you want to go down to Swide? You want to go down to Swide? Come on! And they're learning each other's names, of course. And the mom with the baby just was walking around with both of these kids. And the little baby in her arms. She's like, oh, come on, girlfriend! Oh, come on, girlfriend! Girlfriend, come on! Let's go, girlfriend! And then I just stopped wondering, is it a good thing to call your daughter girlfriend? Is it a good thing to keep referring to another child that you probably that you don't know after me creepily watching this situation while my daughter is is on the swings or whatever, or fucking, uh, get, she probably has some sort of weird contusion on her head from falling off the monkey bars. I don't know what was going on, but I'm just watching this, and I just keep hearing, come on, girlfriend, oh, let's go, come on. And this girl was perfectly suited uh, well, to watch these children, because she's, she's kind of going around just like they were. She was like a giant toddler with her, and then she'd pull out like a milky tit, and then just start breastfeeding the other baby while she's walking around saying, come on, girlfriend, come on, Lula, whatever the fuck her, their daughter's name was. Oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is uh, um, Beatrice. Oh, come on, Beatrice, let's go down the slide. Oh, come on. She's The whole time, she's pulling a milky titty out of her desert milky dweller tit, and she just kind of, she just, attaches this baby to to it every once in a while and she just she's just walking around up and down the stairs to the slide around the fucking play structure just going around i'm like this woman's amazing this desert dweller woman and i'm not saying she's horrible looking i'm not saying she's a good looking i'm just saying she's she is who she is she's a woman with a milky tit with a with an infant attached to it while she's walking around with two toddlers calling them my girlfriend come on girlfriend get your girlfriend let's go girlfriends come on girl i just and then it got me wondering I don't, I've never called my daughter girlfriend. That would be weird. But I don't know if I've called my daughter anything else. And I had a weird thing a long time ago where I said, well, I'm going to have a daughter. I know I have a daughter coming up. She's about to be born. I will never call her princess. I'm never I'm not going to do that. Daddy's little girl, all that shit. I don't want to raise this, this fucking uh, uh, child who's going to become like a, 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 a obsessed with Kardashian world. I don't even know what I was looking for. Uh, I'm not going to aggrandize her. No, I'm not going to chastise her. I'm not going to uh, personify her, whatever the fuck a word is. I'm not going to make her into this sort of Disney-like character, this Disney-esque princess, woe is me, always has to come to the man to, walk, to find that fucking slipper that fits, all that other shit, the princess effect, I think it's called, right? I used to teach it a long time ago, and I never really believed in it. I just kind of saw it. And I know some women like that. 
uh, I know people who are like that in life, who are who do have that princess effect. I need to find a man to do everything for me, so I can just fucking eat bonbons and drink fucking uh, uh, Chardonnay all day long, or what have you. Is that even a thing anymore? I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they're out there, but maybe not. Maybe the progression of women has has risen so much over the last. 20, 30 years that no longer they need men. Maybe no longer they need men. Maybe Milky Tits with her little My Girlfriend uh, toddlers following her around. Maybe she's she's just fully out choosing to live in the desert on her own uh, and, and, and survive and survive. And maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm the person who's wrong. Maybe I should have started calling my, uh, my daughter girlfriend or princess or daddy's little girl. No one's going to hurt my daddy's little girl. No one's going to get my princess. Uh, come on, girlfriend. Let's go on the fucking slide. Come on, girlfriend. Let's go get a margarita. You want a margarita too? You're my girlfriend. Um, and I never did that with my son. What's up, what's up boy? What's up? Uh, come on, uh, gangster. I mean, what, what do you do with boys? Come on, shit heel. Uh, what do you call a fucking boy? What's the, what's the, what's the comparison to a, a woman, a mother, Calling her daughter girlfriend, and then a father calling his son what? Is there? Is there? Come on, come on, Commando, come on, Arnold, Schwarzenegger. What the fuck would you call your son? Uh, I know they have the, the little sports star, little superstar, little all star. They have all those fucking clothes and shit. Oh, you know what? Another thing I just heard about before I get to our last night at fucking uh, uh, one of, one of the nights at Joshua Tree camping wise. Uh, I just heard this is so great about California. This is so great. All the fucking issues that we're just like a, a front runner on the progressive issues that are really, really extremely important, right? Climate change, uh, uh, housing situation, the homeless crisis, you know, just all these things about, uh, and especially about being green, you know, the idea of the Green New Deal, the fucking horse mouth came up with, uh, or whatever, I don't even know if she's part of it anymore. But, uh, but California has always been on the, on, the, on the rising edge, right? We've always been sort of the, the, the progressive uh, uh, statue of the country, right? The idea where we're, we're the ones up there on our soapbox saying, look at us, look at us for what you should be doing. It's kind of a West Coast, East Coast, Northeast thing, right? The rest of the country is shitty. The rest of the country is a bunch of fucking redneck, redneck flyovers. Uh, we don't need them, right? This is where influence comes from. It's, it seeps in from the Northeast and the West, and in particular, California, right? We are the, the bedrock of pro, uh, pro, uh, progression. Uh, I just heard on the way to uh, drop my son at, uh, at school this morning, drop him off. I heard that California just passed a rule, and people are actually putting a lot of effort into this. And not saying it's bad, not saying it's bad, but they're going to ban toy aisles, and I think it was toy aisles and something else, from having gender-specific toys. Not quite clothes yet. But it's mostly toy aisles and maybe food. I don't know what the fuck it was. Is there food for boys and girls? Anyway, I just remember the toy aisle. So not closed yet. Not closed. We could still fucking totally say this is for Jane and this is for Dick over here, right? We could always say no fucking woman should wear a goddamn blue shirt. No goddamn male who I'm going to fucking go raise right and raise proud. He's not wearing pink like a fucking faggot, right? So we still have that delineation. We still have that, that the discrepancy. We still have that difference and that, and that gap. Uh, between gender specifics in the stores of Walmart and Target. Uh, but no, not, not with uh, uh, fucking toys anymore. So now they're going to make it gender-free toys. And of course a girl can play with a fucking G.I. Joe. And of course a, a, a boy can play with a Barbie. I don't give a shit. My, my kids played with both. And if you find kid, what kids like, they like sticks and shit. Uh, they don't fucking play with the toys you fucking buy them and you, you spend all your goddamn fucking waste, wasted paycheck on. No, they, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But look how we make it matter. Look what California is really, really worrying about. Not the fucking cost of living. Not that we have a fucking homeless encampment, you know, a three quarters of a mile in this pretentious, pretentious suburb that has fucking uh, way too expensive homes for what they're worth. No, we don't care about that. We don't care about fucking the meth issue or alcoholism or opioids. We don't care about any of that. Or care about the fucking fish are dying and that uh, fucking Oregon will have no more salmon come next year. Whatever it's going to be. Or that we're running out of water. None of that. What we care about... What we have issue with and what is put on NPR is that there is a problem with spe specifying gender with a fucking goddamn uh, uh, G.I. Joe or a, 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 a fucking a fake drum set or a goddamn bouncy ball, right? They're going to put fucking silly putty anymore. It's not silly putty because women don't have puds. Little girls don't have puds. Only fucking boys have puds, right? So we're going to call it fucking silly pretty, right? Everybody's pretty. A boy can be pretty. A girl can be pretty. They can both wear eyeliner. There's no fucking specifics with that. You can do whatever the fuck you want in this toy aisle, all right? You can run around with diapers or not. Be free, little girl and boy. Wear glitter on your fucking asshole. Wear glitter on your balls. Do whatever you want. 
want. All right, because now it's just gender-free in this toy aisle. It's going to make everything so much fucking better. All right? Everything's better. You're going to go outside Walmart, and you're going to be like, wow, the world has just opened up for my child. The world has just opened up. My son is wearing Kardashian nails, and my daughter is wearing a fucking uh, really butch uh, firefighter's outfit with a fucking fake mustache, and, 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 and she's beating a doll because that's what firemen do to their wives at home after saving people from burning buildings. They just punch their wives. Isn't that what firefighters are all about? Isn't that why you become a firefighter? To get on calendars and beat your wives? Um, that was one thing I said. But the last thing, real quick. Shit, hour and four minutes. And my video fucked up. We'll see if I can get a video out on this. Uh, but uh, with my perfect ed- editing techniques that I'm horrific at. But the, one of the nights that we had was great. After getting bit by fire ants, uh, fucking having inflamed ankles from the, from the wonderful wildlife of the desert, we had a, a huge thunderstorm that came in on uh, Tuesday, uh, Monday night, I believe, of our camping. So it was the second night of our camping trip. Had a, two great days already at camping. And all of a sudden around, you know, I'm, oh, let's sleep with the canopy of the tent off. My daughter is okay. She goes, oh, great. She falls asleep 9.30-ish, something like that. I go into there around 10, fall asleep. And, you know, just, you can see the beautiful, the, the, the fucking massive amount of stars. The, the, the sky is just uh, gleaming with stars out in Joshua Tree. Nothing to block it. No natural, uh, no light, uh, no fabricated light. All just natural starlight. So I'm just looking up at the canopy, falling asleep. Uh, already had my beers for the night. The fire is already out. You know, just ready to rest. And around, you know, 12, 30, 1 o'clock, I could feel the breeze coming in. Feel the, the, the storm. And then my fucking Jew knows. I could smell something in the horizon. I could smell the rain. And that's kind of what probably Jews are good at is smelling when you're about to get fucking eradicated from the desert or at least sent into the desert unless you want to get fucking poked by some fire stick uh, by some Egyptian or some shit. I don't, I don't know the history of it. But anyways, I'm about to get fucking exiled uh, from this tent. So I, I'm going to put the canopy on. So go outside, can't see shit. got a flashlight, put the canopy on. About an hour later, <laughs> fucking flashes of light, uh, lightning everywhere, thunder. Then the, the wind is just whipping. The, the tent is folding in upon us. And of course, my daughter wakes up. What's going on, Dad? What's going on? It's okay. It's okay. And in a, better, in a different situation, I might not have handled it so much. I get pissed off at traffic. I get pissed off at people a lot. Just a little idiosyncrasies of life. But when a storm comes in, I don't get pissed at all. I'm like, well, this is life. And, the, and it's just getting worse and worse. Our fucking tent is blowing up and collapsing, blowing up, collapsing, blow up, collapse. It's just going all over the fucking place. My daughter's getting scared. Then it starts to rain. And this is what fathers have to do to their little girls. They have to protect them. They're our princesses. They are our children to protect. They are daddy's little girl. So we go to the truck. It starts pouring down rain. I go outside. Our tent's just fucking whipping around. It's folded over. We had rocks in the corners of the tent. I had stakes. Up. I know how this what the weather gets in the, in the desert. Wait 10 minutes. It's going to be a fucking another weather pattern in the, the high desert. So, of course, our tent's just fully blown over. So I'm out there at fucking now, 3.30 in the morning, throwing shit, a tarp on top of our tent, trying to solidify it as much as I possibly can, trying to keep the water out. I'm going in and out of the tent when it was still up to get our, our clothes, our sleeping bags, shit that I don't want to get soaking wet. I don't know how long the storm is going to last. And eventually I get everything into the sort of extra cab of the truck. I'm wet. I'm exhausted. My daughter is not so scared anymore. She's protected. I'm a hero. I'm a hero, and I'm daddy's big uh, 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 provider. The protector of life. We sat in the truck from 3.30-ish till about 5.30 in the morning. Sun started rising. The storm cleared. And we had a great, fantastic day. So see, that's how you can live life. All right? The unexpected. The impermanence of life. The rapport. There's that word again that we have with our children. And if you want to call your fucking daughter princess, if you want to call your uh, your son dickhole cheese, fine. Do it. It's not going to ruin their life. It's not going to ruin everybody's life anybody's life except for the people who are protesting the toy aisles at their local walmart all right talk to you guys next time fucking flies all right have a good week i don't know